5: Don't let the action pass you by. Check if you're eligible for a free trial of in-car Wi-Fi at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. And keep the madness going. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible
6: device and vehicle required. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
3: Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
6: What up, Doug Gottlieb show? Fox Sports Radio. mm 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 Uh, I got a lot of things on my mind here. I don't know about you. We're getting ready for game one of the NBA Finals. I got some baseball coming. My man, Ephraim Salam, will join us. Of course, you hear him on weekends on Fox Sports Radio. Cowherd's got some thoughts on Tatum. I'm going to play for you. LeVar Arrington on uh, Deshaun Watson upcoming. Howard Beck's going to join us as we'll talk about this series. Ooh, did you hear what Mike Trout had to say about fantasy football? It's great. Mike Trot, the much maligned commissioner of this much discussed fantasy football league, is upcoming. Uh let us let's, let's get into the Warriors and Celtics. Game one tonight in San Francisco. Here's Jason Tatum making a bold admission about Marcus Smart.
7: You know, I'll be honest, for myself there have been times where I question uh, like am you know, am I the right person, you know, to kind of lead. Uh, a, a group like this. Uh, and, you know, I never, like, doubted myself, but, you know, just moments after those, some of those losses and, you know, the, the tougher parts of the season, you know, it's human nature to kind of question, you know, yourself and things like that. But, you know, just always stick to what you believe in and trust in the work that you put in. Uh, you know, I mean, it can't rain forever.
6: Uh, that's, that's Jason Tatum talking about his self-doubt in terms of leading the team. What's interesting about that is that I don't know if Jason Tatum is the leader as much as he's their best scorer. You know, the evolution or revolution is in his defense and in his unselfishness, and that was pretty much triggered by Marcus Smart and his comments earlier on in the year, right? So uh, that's kind of the reality to it. I mean, I I think... I think that Brown and Tatum are super, super, super talented. But they needed somebody like Marcus Smart. And, and so when I said, hey, every team needs an a-hole, when they lost to the Bulls on November 1st, okay, November 1st, this is Marcus Smart. Every team knows we're trying to go to Jason and Jalen. Every team is programmed and studied to stop Jason and Jalen. I think everybody's scatterport is to make those guys pass the ball and they don't want to pass the ball. That's something they're going to learn. They're still learning. We're proud of their progress they're making, but they're going to have to make another step and find ways to create for themselves, create for others to open up the court for them later on in the game. It's something we've been asking them to do. They're learning. We just got to continue to help those guys out, to help our team out. All right. So, I don't, I, I mean, Jason Tatum, it's one of those, the magic to Marcus Smart is probably the ability to make guys think, like, make Jason Tatum think he's the leader when Marcus Smart's really the leader, right? Make him think that all of these ideas he had came up, came on his own. But I don't know anybody who considers him Jason Tatum be the leader. I don't know the actual makeup of things, but it's actually hard to be the leader, the true leader when you're the leading scorer especially when you're that young, you know. But leadership can be all different sorts of things. The Marcus Smart element to it is is amazing because, you know, you have a different style of doing the same thing with Draymond Green, but both are really successful doing it. Smart said this to Chris Haynes from Yahoo Sports about the booze he gets and getting under people's skin. I'm used to it. When I, When am I not the target by fans, especially... While growing up against their favorite player. It's always been like that. I know I'm not the league's favorite. I know I'm not the fan favorite all the time. And I know a lot. I'm not a lot of people's favorite player. My whole life has been like that. I've always been an underdog. I've always been the player easily targeted to root against because of the way I play. I'm not the most likable player. And I thrive off it. So it's nothing new to me. I think I got a pretty good mental toughness about it. My team's got my back. So I'm good. I think the part in it that jumps out to me is where he said, "I'm not the most likable player, and I thrive off it." There are other guys that can be a holes. There are other guys that can uh, that can play even through the booze. But Marcus Smart is that rare player, like Draymond Green, who gets actual energy from the booze. That, that's his the, the the negative energy of others is what fuels him. And that's not the case for a lot of people. Some people can't operate that way. You know, some people need all their eyes to be dotted with hearts. They need all, you know, flowery. They need things to smell good. They, they need it to be perfect in order for them to be at their best. That's not Marcus smart. And frankly, that's not Draymond Green. They're at their best when others throw negativity towards them. That That's a gift that not everybody has. Lots of people actually don't have. With prices soaring at the pump, Discover has your back with cash back. Use Discover to earn five percent cash back at gas stations in Target now through June on up to fifteen hundred dollars in purchases when you activate learn more limitations apply. Yeah, I think Marcus Smart is the actual leader, or as Jason Tatum is the it's the word I'm looking for. Huh. What is the word I'm looking for? Byer, would you would you care to throw out a word for how you would consider Jason Tatum's leadership as opposed to Marcus Smart's leadership? Um,
4: I was going to say passive, but um, takes a back seats. Um,
6: yeah, or maybe he's maybe he actually is the kind of leader.
4: Actions, maybe not by words. Um, I don't know, because that actually probably doesn't fit.
6: But all, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe this is the way to express it. Maybe Jason Tatum is kind of the figurehead leader, you know? Right? He's young. He's a scorer. You know, he he has his son always by. Whereas, like Marcus Smart is the uh, I don't want to say consigliere, He's almost like he he's that guy. He's the right hand guy that's in every picture. You're like who is that guy?
4: Yeah, Smart's kind of the glue or the yeah. He you does know, the dirty work. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Guy that keeps it together. Guy that keeps it together. And then, you know, you have the same, it's kind of the same structure with Draymond and Steph, right? It's Steph's team. He's in that way, he's the leader, but Draymond is the focal point for the negativity. Draymond feeds off the negativity. Draymond has no problem being the spokesperson mm-hmm. for the team, he has no per- problem with people not liking him. Like, there's actually a similar construct of the team in that way.
4: Yeah. Very fair. Which, by the way, and this is not meant to be disrespectful to Draymond or Marcus Smart, but the Celtics and Warriors could win games without those guys. Yes, I don't know if they're winning titles without those right. guys. It's
6: fair, yeah. no fair. And and those guys on a different team are just guys. That yeah that whatever level of impact they would have, like let's not act like they're suddenly if they got opportunities, they're twenty five a game, twenty five a night. Correct. Guys. Yes. Yes. If you if you think that. You need to rethink. Now they could be twenty-five a night, guys, but also that would mean that they would not win. That's that's not how that's not how their their games are. Well, built.
4: you know what you know what's interesting as well, Doug, is because it's not like Draymond Green and Marcus Smart were nobody's in college either, right? You know, like these. I mean, they were you know very very. Good players, top level players, you know Marcus Smart, a high draft pick, but also to form into the player that you've become to be that guy. A lot of times, those glue guys or guys that stick together, maybe an undrafted player, second rounder, um, you know, maybe just somebody that comes kind of out of nowhere. Maybe that was always their skill set, but you know, Green and Smart were very good in college and the best players on their team um, when they played. And then now you come to the NBA, and for them to can. To have the roles that they have is I don't think a lot of people can do.
6: I would agree. I would say that that now Marcus was was only at Oklahoma State, I think, for two years, right? Um but a lot of this he's kinda always been this way. Draymond's the one there's been a little bit of a transformation, right? Because Draymond was Draymond became kind of the best player. He was a, uh, the best player at Michigan State by the time he was done. He was just, his body was different. His game was different positionally. He was similar, but what, whatever. Um, the transformation is a little bit more Marcus Smart, but the point you make is a really good one, and it's hard for people to do. Like, Marcus can say, I've been an underdog my whole life. Like, look, dude, he was an All-American in high school. I mean, he was the dude. So he won a couple state titles. Uh, do I think that his game has been a little bit, funky right it's not like some pure uh it's, it hasn't been beautiful right his whole life sure but he's everyone's known who's Marcus Smart is for a long long time from high school to college to early on in pro the the point you made which is a, a really good one and, and I don't know if people have a healthy enough respect is guys that are highly touted guys that are highly recruited they're not guys that have to be glue guys Pretty much anywhere since they're like junior year in high school, they don't have to do those little things. They they inherently may do them, and their college coaches may help them, but they don't have to. Right? They don't have to. It's not out of necessity or survival to play, and they're not asked to do it a lot of times in AAU because they're the b- best player for that team. Like, like imagine asking. Trey Young, hey man, we need you to be just grittiness, toughness, tenacity. Like in addition to the fact that that's not his game, it's never been his game, and he almost had to relearn how to play the sport. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's it's a gr- it's a great point that you make. Doug Gottlieb show rolls on on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, there's a new chapter to the Tommy Fam slapgate. Mike Trout has been roped in. The commish
3: speaks. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
5: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
6: Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain. But for others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, ice. Wh- whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com, use the Tire Decision Guide. You'll get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of redestine tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free roadhouse protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas, and I don't know if you've heard about this. They bring new tires to your home or work and install them on site. It's a game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. You'll see their Vredestein test results and special offers. They've been doing this for over 40 years. Trust me, Tire Rack is the experts. That's tire slash sports, tire rack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. NBA Finals going down tonight with prices soaring the pump. Discover has your back with cash back. Use 5% uh, – use Discover to earn 5% cash back at gas stations and Target now through June on up to $1,500 in purchases. When you activate Learn more. LearnMoreDiscover.com slash awards, limitations apply. Well, before we get back to talking some NFL with uh, uh, with Ephraim Salam, good friend of mine, a great radio talent on Fox Sports Radio, former offensive lineman, most notably with the Houston Texans, Let's cover some baseball. As um, it's time to play little. For- That's baseball. Shohei Ohtani had a rough one at Yankee Stadium yesterday. Remember, a doubleheader for the Yankees and Angels, surrendering four earned runs on eight hits in just three innings. The reigning AL MVP hasn't won a decision since May fifth. He's already lost more games this season than the past two combined. How do you explain that?
4: It's baseball. That is baseball. It's also yes. baseball today, because actually you got to start today. <laughs> so it's uh but the game's being delayed oh, by rain. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't last night, it was today. Because they m- were washed m- m- out m- yesterday.
6: Yep. Here it's comes the real season, Angel fans. Here it comes. Get ready. Whoa. Yeah, the <laughs> wait, Dodgers came wait, into a three game. Hey, wait, wait a
4: second. John, Mr. Two Teams Ramos now yes. is starting to throw
6: shade at the Angels. I'm so ah. happy you pointed that out. <laughs> Ramos and the uh, Ramos, I, I can root for both teams, but when the Angels hit hard times, I bail. Yeah. yeah. Do you know why he Is bails?
4: <laughs> yeah, because the Dodgers can't beat the Pirates. That's why. So he needs you know to take No, dangerous. do you know why he
6: bails? Because he's a Dodger fan. <laughs> oh. uh, he's a Dodger, Dodger fan. Dodgers came in their three game series with the Pirates having the best run differential in both leagues. On pace to have the best run differential in Major League history. The Pirates entered the series having the worst run differential in baseball. What happened? Padres swept the Dodgers at home, took the season series five games to one. How does that happen? That's baseball. And finally, most importantly, Mike Trout, in the latest chapter of the Tommy Pham Slapgate, Angels outfielder Mike Trout was cornered in the locker room yesterday and asked about being the commissioner of the now infamous Fantasy Football League, which Pham and Jock Peterson participated in. Here's how the exchange went. What
3: was your reaction to what Tommy said about
5: the camp I camp
6: ain't talking about fantasy football. I, it,
7: I don't even know. You know, it, it's just one of the things that's, uh, you know, everybody's competitive. Just, everybody loves fantasy football. Who doesn't? So. Have you been caught off guard with this is like a week long? Right now, I think it's you guys dragging it on <laughs> so you know I talked to Tommy I talked to Jock everybody and in, 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 that was part of it you know' just passionate about fashion, uh, fantasy football so you still resign? In the right what's that He's am still I gonna resign? be uh, I haven't made that decision I don't
5: know <laughs> every commissioner I know
7: always gets food so.
6: <laughs> no
4: but uh, it's it, like I said you know Tommy and everybody in that
5: was,
7: at, was at balls in that that was
4: let's do this interview in front of, kind of a of barn you know, fan. fan that'll be a good idea <laughs> yeah. uh, a
7: lot of people you know, put their, put their hearts through it i do too i lost that ring so <laughs> did Jack break the rules now you're the commissioner uh, so you're the last word i'm not answering
6: the question <laughs> <laughs> wow dodgy as ever like most commissioners
4: are if i'm mike trout I am welcoming any fantasy football questions. And after that last question, I said, all right, you don't want to talk about fantasy football. Why don't your teams make the playoffs then? That's what I would like to know. Uh, <laughs> if you don't want to talk about fantasy football, man, you got problems.
6: <laughs> That's the easiest question he's going to get all year, Doug. Come on. Seriously, right? Yeah. He, do- he does come across incredibly likable, doesn't he? Just the ability to to say nothing and smile, and, and just everybody goes like, ah, oh, that Mike Trout, he's the best. Have you noticed that? I love how we couldn't hear him, but we could hear the laugh track that was going on. That was louder yeah. than anything you could hear anywhere. And the like.
4: microphone was in some guy's jeans, I think.
6: <laughs> you guys are so bitter over Mike Trout. Let's get to Dan uh-huh. Byer and find out what else was going on. That's reporting. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug
3: Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific.
6: It's Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Um, non-conforming driver. My driver won't conform to hitting the ball in the fairway, which is where I want it to go. <laughs> Been there. Uh, what, what happened with the non-conforming driver? I was
4: actually trying to find out uh, uh, more about it, um, but there. I don't know if there was a crack on top of it. Or um, or there was I, I saw a still picture Doug that had a piece of tape on top of it, and so I don't know if that was part of the problem, but uh, but yeah he has been disqualified. From uh,
6: Jack's tournament, did somebody call in from like home, or well, they're watching on TV? That,
4: I don't know, and that's the funny thing is because I think he's playing in the same group as Patrick Reed, so I'm sure everybody's going to say, "Oh, it was Patrick Reed that that called them on it." But I'm going to try to track down more information on what the details um, exactly were. But six players uh, tied for the lead at five under par. I mentioned Cameron Smith, Will Zalatoris one back, Xander Shaufly two back. So.
6: That's the voice of Dan Byer. We'll hear from him momentarily. Ephraim Salaam joins us. You can hear him weekends on Fox Sports Radio. Long-time lineman in the National Football League. And um, Okay, a bunch to get to. Before we get to football, Warriors, Celtics, who you like?
9: Uh, I, I like the Warriors. Uh, Celtics, I, I like their team defense. I like their ability to switch one through five. I think that's a luxury. Uh, in the NBA, uh, these days, with all of the – Three-point shooting, and not a lot of people play in the post. But the Celtics have the ability to go inside-outside. All of their bigs can guard, and all of their big, like uh, Williams, as a, as a rim protector, is, is 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 unreal. But the experience of Golden State, I, I I would give them the edge. I think it's going seven, though.
6: Seven, huh? Yeah, I think it's right. going seven. What do you think of the Lakers' hire? Uh. <laughs> As a Laker fan, I'm optimistic.
9: Not quite sure. I know Darvin Ham has been a a good assistant coach. I liked him as a player. I thought he was, you know, bust you on your lip, dunk on your face. Uh, as a player, as a head coach, I'm not sure. A lot of egos involved. I know guys respect him, so that that helps. Uh, and it all boils down to what what he's going to be able to do with Westbrook. What he what he thinks should happen with Westbrook.
6: What do you think should happen?
9: I think he should come off the bench. I think he should okay, come off the bench. I think I think he would give the second unit a good offensive punch, uh, but it also would take the ball out of his hands for the majority of like the crunch time minutes, which I, I'm not a fan of whatsoever.
6: Um, I, I'm not either, but I, I don't even know. There, there's so much to it, like, what do you surround him with coming off the bench where he can be effective? You
9: um, know? Well, 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 now, if he's going to be the ball-dominant guy, he's going to attack the rim. Um, but you put your you, – I, and, and I don't know what their roster is going to look like. Um, I think that has a lot to do with it. I don't know uh, – we know who will be there. We don't know what the, the ancillary pieces uh, will be. But you got to put him out there with a big – for the rebounding and the protecting the rim and at least two shooters to be able to just knock, knock down open shots on the driving kick. I think that's the best way to get, you know, everything you can out of Westbrook at this point in his career.
6: It's going to be hard. You, you put a big out there, and now there's no space for anybody else. Yeah, I get it. I understand, yeah, but you're yeah. going to
9: need somebody to rebound, man. Gee whiz. Good Lord.
6: No, no question. No, no question. Ephraim Salam joining us, Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, let, let's get let's get to the NFL. D- did you see this where um, David Carr said that Devontae Adams has wanted to be a, asked to be traded or tried to be traded to the Raiders for several years now? Does that surprise you? No, well, he's his quarterback in college. Right, like they he- went to like they went to
9: Fresno State together.
6: Uh, I, I understand that, but it's not like he's playing with somebody who can't throw a football. I get, I get, I get it.
9: Which make, it, it makes no sense, right? Just like you would do Aaron Rodgers, but the one thing, what do we know about Aaron Rodgers for sure, Number, outside of him being a, a dynamic quarterback and an elite quarterback? We know some guys are in, some guys are out. Some guys like the antics, some guys don't. So if he was one of those guys who, you know, didn't necessarily like the way Aaron Rodgers went about how he went about things. Then you would be like, yo, I would want to go play with my, my guy, my quarterback, my friend. And, and and so it didn't surprise me, even when, you know, he decided he wanted to go to the Raiders money aside. I just, once you get to a certain level, right. And in my opinion, I don't think they were going to be able to win the Super Bowl. In in Green Bay anyway. I, I think Green Bay is going to keep doing what they've been doing the last twelve years, and that's been great in the regular season and that home field advantage that Lambeau used to have, it it no longer exists. People go into Lambeau all the time. They don't they don't care about the cold and any of that. I remember playing their last game of the season or in the play. I hated it. It was terrible. Guys don't even care anymore.
6: Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, what's your read on the Niners and Trey Lance and why there's so much, not necessarily negativity, but caution in terms of how far along he actually is?
9: Well, they don't want to – this is a big move for them. They need Trey Lance to be the quarterback for them for the next 12 years at least. And the limited amount of football he's played the last few years – you you there's no substitution for for it, right? playing is is, is playing now, what they don't want to do, they have a championship caliber team already, offense, defense, they have the weapons, all of these things. So what they don't want to do is make the mistake at the quarterback position, right? They believed in Jimmy G. they had trust in Jimmy G because Jimmy G say what you want, he could win, right? He can get you to the game. Could he get you past that game? Not quite sure. But for Trey Lance, his upside is so high, they don't want to rush him. They don't want to rush him to get to that upside before he's ready. And nobody outside of that organization knows where he is in terms of being ready or not. That's why it's, you know, everybody's waiting and looking and wants to see. Because that spot duty in those couple games he started last year, that wasn't a big enough sample size and it was clear and evident that he had things he needed to work on. Did he correct those things? Has he been working on those things? We don't know. They would be the only ones to know that.
6: I, I know that it's an impossible situation. Like Miles Garrett is like, look, all I know of the guy is uh, Deshaun Watson's awesome been awesome, right? Flew everybody flew his whole offense to the Bahamas. Seems like a great guy. No one's ever disputed that. Matter of fact, that's the crazy thing about this whole story is he's a guy with a very, very good reputation on and off the football field. That said, like, what do you think happens here with the Browns as they've gone all in, not knowing the length or, or, or the breadth of the, of, of the suspension that's likely coming?
9: This is what I think. The Browns know that something's going to happen, and they're comfortable with whatever that is. Whatever that suspension is, if, if they come out and say eight games, six games, a year, they are 100% comfortable with the outcome of that, knowing that on the other side of that, they get to have his services for the next 12 years, 10 years, whatever, however long that'll be. They're okay with whatever the outcome is, and that's what the $230 million fully guaranteed money is all about. Whatever the NFL wants to do with him – As long as they allow him to play at some point,
6: we're good. What do you think the NFL does?
9: I think it's eight games. I think he uh, gets suspended. He set out all year. It wasn't a suspension, but he didn't play all year. Um, And so I think they come down, and I think because of no criminal charges, uh, civil suits aside, I think uh, Roger Goodell gives them eight games.
6: E from Salam joining us, the Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, I, I'm I'm intrigued, I'm super intrigued by what happens to Kansas City without Tyreek Hill. Like there's an assumption everybody thinks Pat Mahomes is awesome, but Tyreek Hill is a cheat code, right? I mean, he bails you yeah. out. He, he bails you out. Code. And now they have other speed. They've added other speed. They have other speed, but there's only one Tyreek Hill. How different is that team without him?
9: Oh, it's the it's It's a different team. I mean, are they still a good team? Yeah, they're still a good team, but they're not as dynamic uh, as they were with them because, I mean, you have to do so much defensively to change your coverage. Now, they have Kelsey, they have him, and they have a few other pieces sprinkled around, but those two guys together, they're unguardable. You can't guard both of them. Now you take the fastest receiver away in the league, and now you can bracket uh, Kelsey, you can double get that, you know, you can do certain things now defensively that you couldn't do uh, in years past because you had two I I mean, dynamic players who can run every route, who can catch every ball, who who can do all of those things that you need. When you have two of those guys out there on the field, you're hard-pressed to stop one. So now taking that away, they'll be more pedestrian, right? Now Patrick Mahomes is going to have to be better. Kelsey's going to have to be better. The offensive line is going to have to be better. Tariq Hill made things easy. If something broke down or if you're behind, that's why they could get behind and come back in a game. Yep. you got a guy who can literally blow the top off of the
6: defense a one play. and
9: opens up the middle of the field all over the place.
6: Yep. I completely agree with you. Ephraim Salam. Check him out weekends on Fox Sports Radio. He's awesome. E, thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate you. Of course, man. Anytime. All right. It's Ephraim Salam, co host on the weekends. Longtime friend of mine. Just an absolutely great dude. Lime in the NFL, most notably with the Houston Texans. Check out the latest lines from the World of Sports, a better or a sports book. Better versus the trust name in online sports betting. Got to be 21. President Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play gambling problem. Call 1 800 Gambler. Um, uh, Dan Byer's been doing yeoman's work, not only doing updates and joining us, but also uh, let's go to uh, let's go to News 9's investigative team on Hideki Matsuyama's ill-fated driver. Uh,
4: I love I love how uh, the investigative work is me basically searching Twitter. Matsuyama DQ. <laughs> this is what happened with Hideki Matsuyama. He had a three wood dug, and on that three wood, they took whiteout. Remember whiteout. <laughs> I haven't used it in a while, but uh, they had whiteout. And they put it on the face of the club that was supposed to be a a tool for, um, I don't know, I guess helping them with this alignment and whatnot. But they left it on the club, didn't wipe it off, didn't clean it off. And when officials saw it, they said that there was too much whiteout on the club. It wasn't like brushed. It was dots on the face of a three-wood. And that's what that was the non conforming club for Hideki Matsuyama. So they're about wait, wait, so, so, twelve okay. they're about I,
6: I, like Okay, wait, describe it one more time to me. Okay, so there's there's a circle
4: of dots on the face of his three wood that were made with whiteout. Let's say about ten dots. They're kind of lines but dots so it's a circle made up of 10 dots of whiteout okay and as you're seeing that face because the three would you can kind of see the face a little bit I, I suppose if you're in the in you know at, at address the dots were put on the club i guess as a tool prior to the round to help him with alignment they were never taken off giving him the benefit of the doubt um that those weren't always there, maybe that this was something new, This that this wasn't intended to be cheating, but what the official said was the amount of whiteout that was, this was from Todd Lewis of the Golf Channel, was too much for what the rules official felt would be, you know, just a minor mark that you would put on a club, maybe, you know, just a, a line here or there, and there, and therefore they said that that was a
6: non-conforming club. He had too much whiteout on the yes. club? <laughs> yes. He substance was too thick. A... <clears throat> Pause. Yep. Um I've never heard of that before. Is that I mean, you're much more in tune with golf. Does that happen often? I have no. No, there have been there have been
4: other like crazy situations like about 20 years ago like Ian Woosnam had too many clubs in his bag and Yeah, I
6: ever that that yeah, one I remember.
4: Yeah, but to have the actual, you know, this is very like NASCAR ask where it would be like post-race inspection, found that the chassis was blah, blah, blah. But this was um, mid-round, and yeah. What if, it
6: was, what if it wasn't Whiteout? It was Dustin Johnson that had the back oh, previously. Oh, jeez. Doug! <laughs>
3: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
10: Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LaVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent. On it, up on game. We're going to be sharing our real life experiences, loaded with teachable moments. Listen to up on game with me, Lavar Arrington, T.J. Hushmanzade, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio Radio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast from. Doug,
5: witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other Even before you do, every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025
6: QX80 coming this summer. Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain, but for others... A wintery combination of sleet, slush, snow, ice. Wh- whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com, use the Tire Decision Guide. You'll get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years, Mobile tire installation is available in many areas, and I don't know if you've heard about this. They bring new tires to your home or work and install them on site. It's a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Pirelli test results and special offers. They've been doing this for over 40 years. Trust me, TireRack is the experts. That's TireRack.com slash sports, TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. uh, Let's see here. There's no such thing as a good excuse for not buckling up. Law enforcement writing tickets. So why take the risk? Do the smart thing and start buckling up every trip, day or night. Click it or ticket. Let's get to what the Fox said. All rise. And now. <laughs>
5: what does the Fox say? Uh,
6: Every day at this time of the Doug Gottlieb show, we play a portion of a previous show or TV show, radio show, Fox Sports, Fox Sports 1, Fox Sports Radio. Colin Coward had this to say about Jason Tatum. The great players in this game almost to a fault had
3: no doubt get me the ball get out of the way jason tatum's different and i'm sure the media loves this quote he's talking about being the leader of this team
7: you know i'll be honest for myself there have been times where i question uh, like am you know am i the right person you know to kind of lead uh a, a group like this uh, and, you know, never like doubted myself, but, you know, just moments after those, some of those losses and, you know, the, the tougher parts of the season, you know, it's human nature to kind of question, you know, yourself and things like that. But, you know, just always stick to what you believe in and trust in the work that you put in. Uh, you know, and it can't rain forever.
3: Michael Jordan, if he was playing the Celtics, would take that in the locker room and say, guys, weakness. They don't believe in himself. Make him not believe in himself force him to doubt himself tonight because he does it's in there it's in there you just got to get it out am I the guy I don't know I bet the media loves these quotes I saw it and I thought that would never come out of MJ's mouth Barkley's mouth Shaq
6: Kobe no way I don't know I, I don't think it would come out of, any, of their mouths whatever remember when Jordan talked it was uh, it, it was uh, it was much more humble than people perceive, right? Or how he's, he's seen now. Uh, Kobe, what we think of Kobe now is not Kobe then. I also think, though, that it's it's a pretty honest conversation to have if you're Jason Tatum because he's so early and so young in his career, right? Uh, that's really what it feels like. It's like, man, he's really early on in his career in order to be doing, you know, to 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 be this type of leader. And... He said previously he questioned himself. He didn't question himself now. I don't know, I, I just I wouldn't be so harsh to critique of somebody being honest. I think the bravado or the false bravado of others. I mean really Jordan's ego was one of the reasons that he didn't win his first seven years. Right? First they didn't have the team, then when they had the team, he tried to do them all himself. That was Jason Tatum's fault as well. They weren't the same player. He's more kind of Kobe-like. But again, selfishness. So I think having the perspective of like, I didn't know if I was the right guy to lead. He didn't say the right guy to play, the right guy to lead. And now I do. That's, I feel like it's a pretty honest take. I don't know if what going in the locker room and telling your teammates he doesn't believe actually does. Here's Levar Arrington, two pros and a cup of Joe. It's our morning show. He said this about the Browns pass rusher, Miles Garrett, having to answer questions about Deshaun Watson.
10: The biggest issue here is not Miles Garrett trying to navigate that question. The biggest issue is the amount of scrutiny, the amount of exposure, the the amount of, of twists and spins of, of what will be connected to him will create a ton of noise and confusion within that locker room. And no coach wants to deal with that. They're going to have a ton of exposure, a ton of scrutiny. Uh, t- like, are you going to get tired of answering the same questions about the same person every single week? Well, it was a good game. We, we didn't win the game. We lost the game. Do you think it was because of Deshaun Watson? Do you think everything is going to be connected to, Do you well, do you think it was because of Deshaun Watson? And not just because he's the quarterback. It's because of everything that is associated and attached to him.
6: I agree. That was my point to start the show is that you stop focusing on football and now you focus on this. And there's no answer that you can give that will satisfy people. You know, Miles Garrett tried to satisfy people with his answer saying, hey, look, I don't know what happened. You don't know what happened. All I know is that he appears to be a great guy to me. And there'll be people that'll be upset and think, well, he's you know, he's saying that none of this stuff happened. He's just saying he didn't know. But it becomes a very divisive issue even when you try not to be divisive. You just try and support your teammate. That's what the Fox said. Ah! What
5: does the Fox say?
6: It is the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. We got uh, two, uh, two lies in one cup upcoming for you. I thought this was interesting, right? So uh, Phil Knight and Alan Smolinsky are trying to buy the Trailblazers that are for sale for $2 billion. Uh, By the way, the Trailblazers are are valued at $2.05 billion in their uh, 2021 rankings. So there's been no inflation there? Are they trying to get a deal on this thing? Jody Allen, of course, has been managing the trust since her her brother, Paul, uh, died. Also, looks like they're going to sell the Seahawks as well. Like, as much as I like owning an NBA team, can you imagine? Like, they're going to pocket... What do you think? Five for the Seahawks, and probably the ending number for the Trailblazers is two one two two, like seven billion and change. <laughs> By the way, uh, uh, Phil Knight is va- apparently has his estate is valued at fifty billion dollars. So. That would be amazing if he, if he one got it for a got for a little less than going rate. But two, the owner of the guy who started Nike. How does that all work? Like the uniforms are Nike now. Does everybody in the team have to wear what? I mean, Damian Lillard's his best player. Damian Lillard is a signature player for Adidas. Again, it doesn't mean that that he has to wear Nikes, but it does. It gets a little weird to anybody else. Definitely gets weird to me. All right, coming up next, we're going to get you ready for the NBA Finals in a kind of unique way. I'll tell you how next on the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio.
5: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.
6: at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply.
11: This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History class.